0: At Beaumont's, we want to give you more for less. With up to 20% off our outdoor tile range, stretch your budget for that alfresco area, or update your bathroom and living areas with 25% off most Australian-made floor tiles. Only at Beaumont's. Welcome to Homestyle with Shana Blaze, thanks to Beaumont Tiles. Right now, get 25% off a huge range of Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont Tiles and it is such a thrill to jump into the studio with Shana Blaze every couple of weeks to talk everything DIY, design. Shana's been a huge influence on me. I'm producer Jane Neal, by the way. Uh, did a bit of a tree change in lockdown and decided I'd renovate an old country house because I think Shayna had a lot to do with me thinking, I can do it. So, Shana, um, welcome to you as we do it all thanks to Beaumont Tiles. Of course, you can get 25% off a huge range of Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont Tiles. Last time we spoke, you were about to jet set away to the Northern Hemisphere. So, we really need to, before we get stuck into so many other things that are happening, including the Masked Singer, including your brand and design mastermind course that's happening in Fiji, uh, some great listener questions how on earth are you and how was your holiday because for you a month off i'm assuming there was a bit of work in there as well but what an incredible break Oh my god, it was so incredible. It's so it's great to be that I am. I don't
1: even know if I'm jet lagged because I had a 20, 22 hour layover in um, Dubai, so I think I had my jet lag while I was there. Um, it's been um, yeah, it's just been so incredible to have this break, but definitely like work was involved because it, it is all about sort of taking all that inspiration and how it works, and you know can't wait to get my. He's stuck into the ranges I'm working on. Um, but you, it's just the pace. The pace is so different. They don't take on the stress that we do. And everyone around you is in holiday mode. So it's really easy to get caught up in that holiday mode and just take everything in. So it was beautiful.
0: So how long does it take you to really stop answering the emails? I've been speaking to quite a lot of people lately who are saying, this time on my holiday, I actually went no contact. Like people, yeah. you know, I do some amazing work with luxurious and these guys deal in travel and amazing holidays. But a couple of the guys were just like, nope, I switched the emails off completely this time, which was something a lot of people haven't been comfortable doing. Did you do that?
1: Look to tell you the truth I had some important things that I had to do so I just had yep. to let them come through but I just didn't look at it like you know I, I think it's one of those things if you know something something's coming through I'll check it otherwise I didn't even check my emails um, to completely turn it off I actually put get a load of this I did my um, what is it when you do on your email and it says you, you're not oh, an automatic reply it's like Shana is reply. out of office
0: <laughs> well
1: it did something stupid with me and I, I, I did one to myself to test it and and like 300 replies came back so it made my life hell so I thought oh, I'll have to take that one off Um, but I told most people that I was away and I'd sort of set everything up so that while I was away I didn't have to work. It was just a few responsive things. So um, I think if you talk about it, you openly say you're not going to answer any emails. If it's an emergency, um, text me and people don't want to text you while you're on your holidays. So otherwise, why check your emails? Don't
0: need to. Yeah, we've talked a lot about work life balance. And of course, this podcast started in lockdown where everyone was redefining their work and their home life. I've noticed a lot more people saying, hey, I'm away for a couple of weeks. I will not be going back and looking at all these emails. Please email. Email me again in two weeks time if it's important which I actually find really refreshing because going through that loaded inbox can be a stress in itself I reckon it took me three hours on Monday when I got back from a, a couple of weeks off
1: yeah that that's the thing like I just um if, if my reply was going to working properly it would have done that but um, I like the idea of don't send me an email I'll get back to you when um you know I'll
0: look at the fresh ones when I get back. Yeah, yeah, don't rely on me to actually have to look at your old emails. You can uh, get hold of me. Hey, um, you mentioned a stopover in Dubai. Did you actually get a chance to get out and about because um I'm hearing so much about Dubai as a real hot spot now and cutting edge design, some brilliant new hotels, and I mean a city that has been literally designed and built out of the desert. Did you get a feel for it? Look, I have been to Dubai before, and that was, you know, quite a
1: few years ago, but this was not a um, a, a stop. that It was only meant to be a two-hour stop. Oh. I missed my connecting flight. Then oh. I had to hang around for the standby flight for the next one because they couldn't get me in. Missed that, then I had to get to the next one. And they said, do you want to leave, you know, the um, airport for five hours? And I said, I'm not going anywhere. I am <laughs> missing this plane. So, no, unfortunately I was like Tom Hanks caught in the... Um, the transition of the, the airport the whole time. So I can't oh. say my experience was that fantastic.
0: <laughs> oh, from my four hours in Dubai airport, though, it is a pretty um, pretty cutting edge airport anyway. So not a bad spot to be stuck for a few hours.
1: Well, to tell you the truth, have, after having a month off, the last thing you want, by the beach or by the pool, the last thing you want to do is sit in an airport for 20 hours. So I'm
0: not going to sugarcoat it. Just not going to. <laughs> oh, it's, well, it's good to know that celebs like you uh, also have those sort of issues. It wasn't like, do you know who I am? Get on the next flight. <laughs> oh, God. Don't you dare think I would pull that. <laughs> no, I know you too well. I know you wouldn't do that. Uh, so for a holiday update, what was your favourite destination apart from the Dubai airport? What was a real standout for you? It, that's ah, that's so
1: hard um there was so many magical spots I, I have to say um there was two that have been on my bucket list since you know i basically started design and that was pompeii and the pyramids oh. so I, I went to pompeii and it was I, I just couldn't believe that i was in this arena where um you know like modern modern um civilization had started and what they had created and some of the i did not know in pompeii they had these gorgeous drawings and paintings within some of the rooms and there's nothing there's no seal there's no protection and you know thousands of years later um this this is intact and then they had beautiful artwork that was painted black and then they had these fruit bowls and and I swear I've seen um copies of this type of work in you know in cushions and prints and things like that so that was amazing and then to actually go and see the the famous three pyramids and the Sphinx was just one of those moments where you get off the plane and you're driving down the road and you see the pyramids and then I stayed at the hotel I think it was a Sheridan where the, you can see this pyramid from your room and it's just it's surreal it is so surreal um it's not about being the most picturesque it's just one of those things that I've wanted to do so for so long and you know the beginning of civilization from you know from the pyramids to Rome um, at Pompeii was incredible, absolutely incredible.
0: If I remember my Year 12 Classics classes correctly as well, like Pompeii, some of those designs of those buildings and those homes were really quite modern when you look at it now. It was the indoor-outdoor living and the bathhouses and the sort of little pools and using airflow and all the things that we now think is a bit more modern, but they were doing it thousands of years ago. Did you sort of get that impression? Oh, it's always been like I went to
1: the um, the Roman baths in um, Bath, you know, quite a few years ago. And, and there's all that that's happening in there. But uh, it's always blown my mind, you know, studying history and studying design where, you know, after the, the fall of the Roman Empire was the Dark Ages. And it's just incredible how um you know we went backwards into the medieval world and vikings and it was like there was no it was more primitive than what it was back then so it's it's just amazing how modern civilization really started in those in those times and we went backwards for so for so many you know hundreds of years centuries
0: um, I have to sort of acknowledge the fact that right now, I'm not sure if you're aware of this whole thing, there's actually a TikTok kind of obsession about how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Have you heard about this?
1: I Honestly, because I've stayed away from social media <laughs> because I, I, I didn't post where I was, I showed nothing. Um, so I stayed away from social media. I highly recommend everyone to do that on yes. a holiday, more than the emails. And I saw somebody sent me something to me when I was waiting at the airport and it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Why? Are that, why is everyone asking that? But I have to say, the Roman Empire. Like I, I do often think about it because it is that start of civilization of the modern era, and the way they lived. Um, we went backwards, and that's everything that you know. I've, I've always studied in my design. So do I think about it often? Uh, yeah.
0: Well, so the whole trend, look, basically to summarise it, it was kind of this thing that highlights the difference between the mental load of men and the mental load of women. So the whole sort of challenge was go and ask a bloke in your life, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And quite often men will actually say, oh, yeah, all the time, whereas women are so busy often juggling 27,000 different things, the household duties, the kids, that it's kind of this thing now that speaks to the fact that blokes are standing around going gee isn't the aqueduct system or you know the the roman design of a particular building like they'll have time to ponder that so if your bloke said yeah i talk about it i think about it it's kind of like saying yeah you are not busy enough because women don't have the chance to think about the roman empire so that's kind of the setting for it but i actually love the fact that you do think about it
1: Well, it's part of my career and my job, so I don't think I fall into either of those categories of this TikTok thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we've covered off on the Roman Empire, and, and if you don't know what we're talking about, just just Google it. There are so many videos now where people are using it as a bit of a, you know, parallel to the mental load. Um, oh, design right. inspiration, what were some of your takeaways and are there influences? I know that when you have spoken about that incredible bathroom that you designed in your country house, um, yeah. that you've spoken about that being, was it Marrake? or somewhere that you got that inspiration from the colours uh, for the tiles. Yeah. Is there yeah. one of those moments from your recent trip where you're like, I am so bringing elements of that into maybe my next design?
1: Uh, it has it has to be, the, and I don't know where or how. I'm sort of looking at my Harris scarf range and um, the colours, the colours of the water in Capri, Sorrento and Malfi, where it goes from this royal blue that you can't even find a color chip for and then you've got the beautiful emerald greens and turquoise and the colors there um it's it's it is magical it is unbelievable and I like to take the inspiration and use it in a different way so rather than just doing the colors and make it look like beachy I'd rather use the colors in a different way and that's like the tiles in Marrakesh that had nothing to do with the bathroom it was about the colors of the the Atlas Mountains and and the colors of the of the swimming pool I, I swam in um at the Atlas Mountains so there's all that sort of part that you know don't do the obvious inspiration I like to take the inspiration of how it made me Feel what is it that I love about it, and then twist it into something else so it doesn't become this obvious, you know, recreation of a holiday.
0: Mm, sounds amazing. And yeah, are you in the middle of now working on that next design project for uh, Harris Scarf? Are you back to work? <laughs>
1: Well, I, I was doing it while I was away. So we're, we're sort of working 18 months in advance for, for the next range. So um, definitely was working on that while I was away. But it was just one of those ones where there was too much inspiration that I just have to sort of <laughs> collate everything now. I was very overwhelmed, you know, a month away in all different parts. So, you know, I was in the, the Amalfi Coast and then I was in Puglia. And then I was in regional areas in, you know, sort of Rome and Naples, and that was really gritty. And then, you know, being in Egypt, and Egypt is really gritty, but then you go down to Luxor, where it's, you know, the, you look out at the Nile. So one day I was looking at the pyramids, and the next day I'm on the Nile, and it's just lush and green, and it's just, whoa, the contrast.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. Uh, was there any place that you felt had the friendliest people?
1: Oh, look, I think the whole lot was friendly because, um, you know, those regions in Italy are based on tourism, but also Egypt. And that was what really struck me about Egypt. You know, I wanted to go 20 years ago and it was quite dangerous then. Um, it's actually really safe. Uh, you know, I highly recommend having a guide. And they were really, really friendly, like the, the Egyptian people were are beautiful people, really friendly. And, you know, I felt incredibly safe there, but I felt incredibly safe because I had guides. And I think that's the key people that know the language, speak the language and how the customs work. So that's, you know, it was was an incredible experience. So I think everywhere was very, very friendly
0: do you have a meal or a dining experience or something that stood out where you just went, Oh, I am living the dream. Was it something simple or did you do a sort of fancy destination dinner?
1: I didn't do the destination dinner because I have, and this is really sad because I have so many things in Italy that I can't eat. Like, you know, Uh, I go to Italy and I can't have gluten and I can't have tomatoes and I can't have cheese and I don't eat meat. So it struck strikes a lot off there. Um, it was, you know what I'm going to say is the most exciting thing about going to uh, Italy is buying your five o'clock aperitif and you get your olives and you get your nuts and some little snackies that go with it and sometimes you don't need dinner. So I thought that was my <laughs> exciting thing. Like a lot of people might say, you know, you got beautiful degustation or something like that. I think the five o'clock um, little spritz with uh, the little uh, nibbles they bring out is pretty damn
0: fine. Do you have a particular drink that you were sipping on?
1: I, right. Okay, so this is hilarious because I, I really struggled. I stayed away from sugar all the time. and But I got onto the Limoncello Spritz and, you know, that is Limoncello with Prosecco and soda and, you know, I paid for it in the fact that it hurt, but, gee, it was good. I highly recommend the Limoncello Spritz on the Amalfi Coast and Puglia, without a doubt.
0: Oh, amazing. And finally, style trends fashion-wise because you're a little bit of a fashionista and I have to say your outfit on the block this year to date have been rather spectacular. Um, But did you sort of feel like, I don't know, was there more of a relaxed feel in some of those countries or uh, Italian women are very well known for being highly fashionable and really just nailing even the most simple of outfits?
1: I, I think when you spend a lot of time in Rome and Milan, uh, you, you get a lot of that. But when you're in the beach environment, it is so casual and it really is based on the tourists. So I don't think fashion was the real focus this year. <laughs> um, definitely definitely in the Northern Italy, without a doubt that the, the Southern is really just sort of so casual and relaxed, but in a really beautiful way. Um, what, what I do like is the fact that, um, you know, there are so many beautiful colours and, you know, I'm not a big colour person but I was actually wearing colours while I was away. That sort of influenced me um, in that sort of part. So I think the colour aspect of wearing it uh, in, when you're in this beautiful beach environment was uh, probably the biggest highlight for me.
0: Um, did you the- bring an extra suitcase full of clothes home like you did when you went over to uh, New York or was it kind of no shopping really needed? <laughs> no.
1: I I was very proud of myself. I took a medium sized suitcase and I didn't have to upsize. I didn't, I I went there for the pure intention of, relaxing, taking all the inspiration, and I really didn't do much shopping. We did a bit of touristy shopping, but no, I stayed away from that. I I, I just wanted to focus on the areas and, and what was there. So I, I did a couple of shopping expeditions with some friends where we were at the time, but it's it just wasn't a focus this time, Jane. I don't think it's a place to go shopping, not because it's bad, just because there's so many other things to do that if you waste your time in the shops the whole time, you're missing out on the
0: culture, the sun the experience. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Well, can't wait to see uh, some of your ranges that come through in the years to come with some of those influences seeping through. Of course, you are listening to Homestyle. It's all thanks to Beaumont Tiles. And right now you can get 25% off a huge range of Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont Tiles. Now, Shana, while you were away, a little TV show that is smashing it in the ratings called The Masked Singer was on our TV screens. And... I've been watching with my son. Wouldn't you know it? I was on holidays minus son and suddenly on your Instagram you are revealed. Okay, spoiler alert, if you are watching Master Singer on Catch Up and you do not know yet, pause me now, jump forward a couple minutes. Shayna, you were revealed as the jellyfish and the Master Singer experience. Tell me what that was like. Number one, is it as difficult to actually perform in a gigantically stunning costume as I would think it is? <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, but to those questions,
0: the the output was incredible. I was the Blue
1: Bottle. I was the Blue Blue Bottle. Blue Bottle, sorry, yes. The Blue Bottle has the the stingers. Um, It was such fun. The output was incredible, but it's very, very hard to sing in that because you have a radio mic in your um, mask and it, it echoes. It was like an echo chamber and it was very hard to hear properly and get your pitch. So it was not easy, I have to say. So whatever anyone thinks that everyone does sing live, you have to sing and it's quite difficult. And not only that, like the the mask was moving a lot, you know, they were trying to counterweight it because it kept falling. Like if you study it properly, you'll see, you'll see the, the mask points down the whole time it kept falling (laughs) so hold on you've got to think about staying up straight and trying to keep the mask on so you don't tip a lot topple over
0: (laughs) oh my goodness and in terms of logistics like how much time did you actually have to work out the song and work with the musical team and actually get up to scratch vocally like you're an amazing singer but I'm sure it was kind of like wow okay I'm doing this on national tv
1: (laughs) Well, I'd lost my voice two weeks before oh, you heard me, remember when I was yes. doing the, the podcast? That's <laughs> when I was doing it. So I was really oh. devastated that I had this croaky voice to start with. Um, you get a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks to to learn the song um, and get a bit of a head of, head of it. And yeah, it's they don't they don't spring it on your last minute, so you do get some time to rehearse. So I thought the rehearsal time was actually really good compared to some other gigs that I've done where you might have to learn the lyrics the day before. Mm. So it, it, you did have a bit of time.
0: It looks like a lot of fun on that show, and I mean, you know the the judges, or you know the panelists like they're they're incredible uh, people in their own, right. Did you have much time to hang out with the Chrissy Swans and the Abby Chatfields and Dave Hughes?
1: No, none at all. Because they're not they don't know who you are. Like no one you're just kept away from everybody. It's the most anti social show on the world because you just you're not no one's allowed to know who anyone is there. There's only a very hand selected amount of crew that know who the they are, um, who the masks are. There's a lot of crew that are working on it that would not have any idea who, they're not there on any of the reveals. It's only a very small Ah. amount of people that get to see the reveal. Um, But you know, I had a really great, fun chat with selfies and everything with, you know, the whole um, panel and it was just so much fun, like, you know, to stand there with the Spice Girl, come on! Oh, I know!
0: (laughs) Yeah. So definitely an experience that you've uh, enjoyed, although uh, some asked me how come she was allowed to do it on a different network
1: <laughs> well it's it's contracts like you know i'm i'm not you know, I wasn't signed exclusively. That—that's the thing. I, you know, I didn't need permission, but of course, I asked and told. Yeah, sure. Um, heads. but yeah, it's just the type of contract you have at the time.
0: Mm, well, very entertaining. I haven't watched it yet because my son has banned me from watching it until, oh. until I can actually watch it with him, which we can now do. What is it? Day three after school's gone back. So I think uh, one for this week. Uh, you are listening to Homestyle. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles, get twenty-five percent off a huge range of Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont Tiles and of course Shayna Blay a brand ambassador with Beaumont Tiles. You can get her complete bathroom packages. We're loving so much of the uh, Beaumont Tiles look on the block as well. Shayna, we're going to do a bit more of a deep dive into uh, a l- last couple of reveals on the block next episode but I did want to chat to you briefly about something that came up on the show recently which had you and the judges talking about the difference between livable and Instagrammable. Yes. I wanted to know your thoughts on that, because I really struggle with this concept that we all live in an Instagram social world now, but we also have to live in our homes and be comfortable. So can you just sort of expand on some of the things that you're seeing where you're like, hang on a second, that's just for good looks, not actually practical.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing also, like people, I even noticed on, on this week's reveal, people, you know... Um, say oh you know the judge has got it wrong that looks beautiful it looks beautiful look it may look beautiful but you're not standing in the room you're not seeing how far you know not getting the really the scale of everything and seeing how it, it works within left or right or up and down you're not actually feeling the room um that's the whole difference like a picture can look great but it's always just from a certain angle because you might you know a lot of the times you and we do this in photo shoots you take a you put all the energy into one corner of the room for the shoot and the rest of it behind you you don't want to see the mess that's going on and that's sort of what happens in, in a lot of rooms so it, when you're saying it's instagrammable it looks great in a photo shoot but you can't use it so that there's that whole thing of like if, if it looks great in a magazine um is it is it actually workable? So that's what it used to be, you know, with Vogue's and Bell's and things like that. The, A lot of quirky things were put in there to make it majestic and different, but to go live in it is a whole different story. So we're now caught up in that that fast, fast Instagram world. And, and, and I, I really think Instagram is fast fashion right now because it's made the audience hungry for mind blowing, unattainable interiors that you can actually afford and live with and I think that you know the audience are very hungry for mind-blowing reveals and there's some that might look a little bit boring but they're absolutely incredible they're livable they're actually more stunning in person than what they are um, on a photo.
0: Mm, Super Mm. interesting Uh, Let's go to a listener question now Thanks to Beaumont Tiles Of course you can send us your questions To podcasts at sen.com.au This one from Tamina in Melbourne I've just bought an apartment And it's small but light filled Everyone says I should keep the walls white But I really like dark walls Is it true that dark colours can make a place feel smaller I don't feel it's true But would be interested in your opinion Shana and And as I try and make some fundamental Decorating decisions
1: it's look that there, there is definitely dark walls um, and dark colors can make a room smaller, but there's ways to use dark in small places and that is that if you've got a very heavy dark wall you need to balance it with something up against it so whether the couch is the same color or a rug that goes up to the wall so that way your eye is actually grabbing the wall and the floor at the same time Ah. or it's grabbing the eye and the couch, so it's extending the color making it feel Longer, ra- longer visually rather than just, um, you know, having a stop and a start at the ceiling and the floor. If you've got a lot of natural light, Absolutely, um, dark walls can work. But also if you've got dark walls, if if we're talking painting or dark rooms, you need to have not just normal light, you need to have ambient light, which means that you have lots of lamps. You have hidden lights that sit behind a couch or sit behind a chair. So it gives a bit of depth of field. So light is a very important factor, not just naturally, but also the the ones that you put in, whether it's ambient or um, lights up a sculpture or a structure, you you need to create these other different focal points with light.
0: I think that's great advice. Yeah, I love that idea of following through that darkness onto the floor with the rugs or, you know, floor coverings and things. That makes a lot of sense, Shana, as always.
1: Oh, as always, it's not just Instagrammable, it's actually real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tamina, I hope that helps. You can send us your listener questions to podcasts at sen.com.au. And that's it for this week. We're doing it thanks to Beaumont Tiles. Of course, 25% off a huge range of Aussie-made floor tiles now available at Beaumont Tiles. Shana, as always, a pleasure, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Total pleasure with you. I will see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening to Homestyle with Shana Blaze. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles. Right now, get 25% off a huge range of Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont Tiles. At Beaumont's, we want to give you more for less. With up to 20% off our outdoor tile range, stretch your budget for that alfresco area or update your bathroom and living areas with 25% off most Australian-made floor tiles. Only at Beaumont's. Beaumont's.